Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. <laughs> you sound like you sound like um the host of Mario Party 8. <laughs> Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. Just give it a Today we're gonna be <laughs> No, not happening. Maybe Welcome during maybe the... during Mario Party when I really want to ruin things. Welcome to the final episode of the No Spin Dash Zone. Yeah, kind of. After this will be the NSDZ. Yeah. Unrelated to the entity the once known as the No Spin Dash Zone. <laughs> oh. Did you say NFT? No, NSDZ. No. Not non fungible <laughs> token. I know how you love those. But by, by the way, non fungible tokens. You got any fungible tokens? If you I'm did, hungry. Come, I need to funge something. <laughs> I'm running a little short I'll on funge. Funge you right in the nose. <laughs> Hey, if you don't know any of us, I'm Steven, this is Isaiah and Charlie. Hello. Hello. Uh, if somehow this is the first episode of our show that you're watching, then you picked an interesting one. <laughs> you picked the last one. Yeah, so, but buckle you, you up. Clicked on, you chose this so you could just figure out if we liked games or not. I Actually, guess the, the, so here's what happens is, uh, in the first Mario Party episode... Uh, I, I send our listeners on a hunt to listen through all of our previous episodes in reverse order um, so that they can, they can like, one of the words I say at a specific section is always synced up so that if you play it in reverse, you get, like, a hidden message. Yeah, and the word is, uh... Isaiah secretly turned our entire podcast into an ARG. Yeah, and, and the phrase is, eat butts. Okay, <laughs> anyway... The, the, I guess the only reason you would listen to this and nothing else is to find out what the best five and worst five Sonic games are, because that's going to be our topic for the first half of this episode. That's what'd you right. Guys, what'd you guys think about that segue? <laughs> honestly way better than my bit. Okay, do you, should I start with my personal top five? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, we're going to do, like, number five first and then work our way up. So, my fifth favorite Sonic game out of the 70 Sonic games that we played during this series is Sonic Pocket Adventure. I, I respect that. I so, did really enjoy Sonic Pocket Adventure. If you don't remember Sonic Pocket Adventure or you missed the episode, this is like the Neo Geo Pocket Color thing game. It's like a handheld Sonic game. It is by some of the people that would later go on to make dimps. And it's just... An incredible banger of a game. The animation is really cool. It's got solid music. The gameplay is great. There's like fun little collectibles to find in levels. And there's a time trial mode that actually like ranks you based on your your speed, which is uncommon for handheld games of the era. So it's just like a really nice 2D Sonic game. It's the best Sonic game that no one's ever played. Got a 10 out of 10 on IGN. <laughs> it's true. The, the highest point in Sonic's career. <laughs> it's a real high watermark for the series. My fourth favorite Sonic game, and the only racing game on my list, is Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Just the original, the first sumo-digital Sonic racing game. I just love the way that drifting feels in that game. It's got a really, really nice mission mode. Just driving has never felt better, in my opinion, for like any kart racing game, like arcade-style racing game. Just super good. My third favorite Sonic game is Sonic Rush Adventure. It's like just the peak of Dimps. It's just everything they've been working towards has like come together in its final form here. Really love that game. I really enjoy like the uh, process of unlocking things in that game. It makes replaying levels fun to do without like only having the ranking system to give you yeah. reasons to replay. 
And I was just... gonna say, my my favorite little touch of the game is how like uh, every sort of optional mission thing will decorate your island and make you like give you sort of this visual reward for completionism. You can have a dinosaur on your island. <laughs> you can have a dinosaur on your island. Just the best. It's it's very incremental, but it is also transformative enough that like if you see somebody else's game, you can you can see how far they are in the game by looking at their island. Or how far I should say in in the optional content they are. Yeah, and I do like the other little side modes that are present in this game where you can like ride on the hovercraft or ride on like the jet ski or do like the cannonball whatever, like the thing where you have the big ship and you're blowing up guys. And the music just fucking slaps in that game. It goes hard. It makes you feel like you're on an island resort, and that's lovely. Yeah. My second favorite Sonic game, probably the weirdest entry on the list, is Sonic Battle for the Game Boy Advance. It has the best writing of any Sonic game, the best character growth. It's like the only time that we really see complex interactions between Sonic characters besides maybe uh, Sonic Chronicles. And there are more characters in this game than that game. Well, you know, more like significant Sonic characters. There's probably more like NPCs total in Sonic Chronicles. But in addition to that, it has one of the most interesting beat-em-up, like, arena-style, like, gameplay loops of any game I've ever played, where you can unlock every single attack that every character has in the game and just mix and match them onto one character that has all these unique versions of those animations. Just incredible. Great game. Quality game. Everyone should play it. It's, it's 3D it's and on the Game Boy good. Advance. It's wild. <laughs> And then... I feel like I feel like the biggest weakness of the game is that the style of music the soundtrack went for just doesn't work on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it has like this weird mixture between like pop punk and grunge or something, and it does not come through well. It doesn't, which is a real shame because I think the music is probably pretty good. Aside from that, you just can't uh, you can't enjoy it. Yeah, the composition is probably not bad, but when it comes to the Game Boy Advance speakers, it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's on the gross side. Could be grosser. <laughs> Could be grosser, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I don't think anyone saw this coming, but my number oh, one yeah. game is Sonic <laughs> Adventure 2 Battle. Wait, that Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Yeah, the, the, the one that's... It's Sonic Battle, but with an adventure behind it. <laughs> two adventures I don't I we spent like seven hours talking about that game but in, sh <laughs> in short I've spent a quarter of my life talking about that game <laughs> in short I really like the Chow Garden the Sonic levels and the Knuckles levels as well as their evil counterparts so do we want to do your guys's top fives or do you want to go straight into my bottom five yeah let's let's do top let's do top fives across the boards and then bottom fives afterwards all right. Well, in that case, next up is uh, is Charlie here. So take it away. Oh man, I you know looking at my list, it seems a little lackluster, but no, I your list has good games off in of it. My, <laughs> I went purely off the top tens that like off, off the t I listed highly in my uh, previous thing. Like I don't know, maybe if I did again, I'd probably put. I'll put honorable mentions of Sonic Riders and Sonic R, but... Those games go hard. They do go very hard. But number five, I put Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It's not a game that I really cared for when I was younger, but it's kind of grown on me. Um, I, I mean, it's not like I've actually beaten the game, 
but like it's fun. Of the 2D Sonics, it's the one that takes the most to beat. Yeah, that is def. I mean, it's it's. I mean, uh, up until Mania, it was by far the largest 2D Sonic game. Uh, speaking of Mania, that's why I put for number four. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good like doing everything again, and I'd say it's a bit more digestible than Sonic Three and Knuckles. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. At least in the sense that it's more accessible because I've never really played Sonic 3 and Knuckles proper that much just because of how it's been distributed. Well, and also, like, if you just play Sonic 3, there's no save system, so that's infinitely less accessible if you only have half the game, which is what most people have. Even Although I guess probably most people have Sonic and Knuckles, which does have the save system. Well, like, in a lot of collections, you have to, like, unlock and Knuckles and stuff like that. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, number three, a, a, a little bit different from what Steven put, but I put Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. It's one that I like going back to a lot. I probably would like going back to uh, the original if I didn't have it on the Wii, but, you know, <laughs> different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Yeah, it definitely but... plays better on practically every console. <laughs> It does have knights, though, and you can't really say that about uh, the original All-Stars Racing unless you count them being the flag person, but that doesn't count. Yeah, the the whole first game took place during the day. I hate you. So That's what's, fair. what's uh, the next one? <laughs> uh, number two is uh, Sonic Adventure. I mean, Specif- it's just a nice 3D game. Specifically not DX, right? Yes, I do prefer Sonic Adventure over Sonic Adventure DX just because it's not as... I, it's just more simple. Like I, it's very hard for me to describe. I think I don't really like the newer models they use for the DX, and I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the There's things a, that like I notice or I forget about the most is that the models are actually different for the games. Very yeah. different. I definitely. I mean, I'm really used to DX's models, but I do I do appreciate the original models, especially because I mean they fit the game a little better like the art style is more cohesive with the old models yeah i think not that's... that not that there's that much cohesiveness to sonic and friends in a city full of humans in the first place especially these humans <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and number one uh the same as steven sonic adventure 2 battle no way in a, in a shocking twist <laughs> the greatest sonic game ever created and that's and that's one i have 100 percent completed Despite, worse. Yeah, despite everything that entails. I still haven't 100% completed that game. I still haven't done it. Someday in my life I'm going to, but I haven't done it yet. It's upsettingly demanding. It's it's very demanding. I have tried multiple times, but I didn't have the chops back then. Um, So, my top five. Uh, number five is Sonic Rush Adventure, uh, which we talked about a bit because Steven and I are both fans of the game. Uh, followed by Sonic Battle, which, again, Steven <laughs> and I are both fans of. I can't get over the fact that the writing is better than any other Sonic game, and it's a slice of life. Like, on some degree, that hurts my heart. Like, it, it physically pains me. But on another degree, you know what? I'll take it. I like it. Um, my third favorite game is Sonic and the Black Knight. I think it's it's... Just about the only game with heavy motion controls that I'm, like, a huge fan of. But, man, I'm a huge fan of this game. Yeah, and it does feel like the motion controls, 
like work to the game's advantage. It's not like Mario Galaxy, or at least this is how I feel, but it's not like Mario Galaxy where you shake and Mario does a thing that you could do with literally any other button. Yeah. Yeah, in Galaxy, shaking and hitting a button are, are fundamentally the same, whereas in Black Knight, uh, there's a bit more to it. There are... And, and you don't even need to know this information, which is one of the things that I like about it. But, like, depending on your motion input, Sonic will perform different motions. And I like that. Yeah. I think it works really well for that game. And then number two is Sonic 3 & Knuckles. Uh, that's a game I have played to completion many times. In part because uh, it only takes, like, six hours to complete. Uh, which, to be fair, is not an extremely small amount of time. Uh, but as compared to, to future games, you know, it's a little bit less demanding. Yeah. Like, there are games that are way more demanding that come out in the future. For example... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in a in a surprise twist, you're never going to guess what my number one game is. <laughs> you're never going to guess. It's Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> you guys think maybe Sonic Adventure 2 is the best Sonic game? No. And, yes. like, like it's... <laughs> It's definitely not nostalgia talking for all three of us it who, is exclusively, who grew up with this game. It was exclusively nostalgia. <laughs> definitely not nostalgia. There's, it's no game that's come out has been as good according to my aging brain. <laughs> There's no all way. All of my core memories were formed around this game and uh, unrelated to that. <laughs> The other games are less good. There's no possible way that any other 3D Sonic game besides the second one to have ever been made has better level design than the Sonic game. <laughs> there has been a lot of innovation, and all of that could be thrown in the garbage. <laughs> I think this is like Sonic Adventure 2 is the biggest highlight of accepting that like biases will happen and then just living with that. <laughs> I, so I wanted to say one last thing about Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which is that um, Michael Jackson worked on the music. I want to say one more thing about Sonic and the Black Knight. That game goes hard. It's got, it game goes real hard. It got, it's got incredible, just like, personality, you know? Yeah, so here's the thing. Sonic 3, Michael Jackson worked on, and Sonic 3 and Knuckles was the first game that Jun Sanoe worked on. And man has defined the Sonic sound for, for like 20 straight years, including the mm -hmm. Sonic and the Black Knight soundtrack. Yeah, I would say that he goes hard. <laughs> he does go hard. I wish I liked Sonic and the Black Knight as much as other people <laughs> I did. thought you were just going to say, I wish I liked Sonic. <laughs> I also like Sonic Battle. It just didn't really crack my top five. Yeah, that's fair. Tough competition. My top five is the only one that does not have a racing game on it. Yeah, imagine that. Who saw that coming? <laughs> That's true. I am I am the one who likes racing games the least here. I don't so right before this episode started, we were trying to get information for some fun facts that'll come <laughs> up later. But specifically I was listening to our Sonic Riders Zero Gravity episode, and I have a line in that it's either Sonic Riders Zero Gravity or Sonic Riders, I can't remember which. But I have a line that is for Isaiah, racing games start at, like, the lowest thumbs down, and then they have to work their way up by being interesting and pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true, yeah. So, now we've got the uh, other side <laughs> of this coin, the uh, sickening, mold-covered, rusty side of this coin, which is our personal 
bottom five Sonic games. So do you want me to take it away with mine first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the game that I hated the least out of this whole list is Sonic Blast from the Sega Game Gear. If you don't remember this game, I don't think any of us would blame you. It's the one where all of the like characters are not just regular sprites, but they look like the kind of rotoscoped 3D uh, like akin to the Donkey Kong Country games, but just a lot worse. I it's oddly charming to me just the fact that they tried it in the first place. Yes. It's 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 one of those things where I look at a screenshot and I go, "Oh, that looks pretty good." And then I try and play it and I go, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> Briefly looking at your guys's bottom 5 without spoiling anything, I think this is the uh only game on any of our bottom fives that somebody gave a thumbs up to because <laughs> Charlie gave Sonic Blast a thumbs up. I, I, I think... I was too enamored by it. My <laughs> biggest... I was too enamored by the fact that I could play as Knuckles. This is a problem with, like, half of the Game Gear games, but I think it's the worst in Blast where your hitbox for collecting rings is just way too small. Yeah, and the screen is panned so far in and nothing about the physics feels right at all here. <laughs> no, it just it I remember it being a complete dumpster fire, but it's like a, it's a rough one. It just wasn't like as bad as uh some of the other Sonic Game Gear games. For example, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Game Gear. <laughs> I also just realized you formatted your order differently than I did, but that's okay. I, I also really formatted confused. mine differently. I mean, as long as you know what your formatting is, go for it. But um, yeah, yeah. My the the one that I hated slightly more than Blast was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I remember it being impossible for me to get past the uh, first boss of this game, and I don't mm -hmm. think I'm like bad at 2D platformers. Yeah. So this to me just feels like an unacceptable wall. Not only that, but also just the visuals were like so bland and boring. The first level is just, like, the same background tile over and over and over again, and then the same floor tile over and over and over again, and then just, like, these weird rings over massive lava pit voids. It was just, like, ugh, terrible. Super bad. And, like, Naruto, uh, I almost called him Naruto. What the fuck? Because <laughs> he runs. Sonic's sprite just looks not great in this game either, and not even in, like, an interesting way like in Blast. Like, credit where credit is due, Blast looks weird, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just don't think it turned out the way they wanted it. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is just a strict downgrade for the Genesis games in a way that, like, does not translate well to the Game Gear. It's, it, it sucks because, to a certain degree, the technical limitations, like, how do you make... I mean, how do you make anything look good? But how do you make Sonic look good, given that his entire design was based around showing off the capabilities of the Genesis? Right. And now we don't have any of those capabilities. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but the answer is not found in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Game Gear. <laughs> so, for the next one on my list, I've got the first game on my list that is not on the Game Gear, actually. It is Sonic Shuffle for the Sega Dreamcast. This is Mario Party, but, like... No. But just worse in a lot of ways. And in some ways, it's slightly more interesting. There's, like, a little bit more going on in certain areas. Like, the items are kind of cooler. But the, the game fucking sucks, period. Like, it's just not fun. Yeah. I don't like party games usually. This one has very little to offer. It brings in these, like, confusing monsters that just look like a, a mashup between, like, every Mon-collecting game that happened in that weird little 90s boom. Like, especially Monster Rancher. I feel like it's got a little bit more yeah. Monster Rancher than yeah, anything else. 
Because I was like, it looks like Digimon. I was like, no, you're thinking of Monster Rancher. Yeah, because there's like a fish with just human legs. <laughs> it's just like Barbie doll legs <laughs> attached to the fish. It's fucked up. Sonic Sonic Shuffle feels like we trained an AI to design a party game, and this is what it came up with. And then they replaced half the assets with Sonic-related things. Yeah. But only half. No more. <laughs> Honestly, less than half. The, uh, the next game, second to bottom, and the, it's only second to the bottom because of a personal bias of mine, but it's Sonic Eraser. This was the second Sonic game ever released, I believe. But I know we played it a little later because we wanted to mix it together with another Sonic-themed puzzle game, which was yeah. Mean Bean Machine. But Sonic Eraser is just one of the most poorly designed puzzle games, flying block puzzle games specifically, that I've ever played. It The way it works is that if you have two matching tiles that touch each other at any point, they pop. So it's incredibly difficult to set anything up because of how just accidentally things will go away sometimes. And you also drop four pieces at once in these random shapes. You can't rotate them. The way that you can manipulate them is very confusing. It's just a whole bland mess. And it the only thing Sonic about it is that Sonic is on screen some of the time. Yeah. Other than that, it's got like a weird book that you open for the game. And then there's no like Sonic music. There's no Sonic backgrounds. The music, in fact, is some of the worst, if not like the single worst songs in the series. Like... It's it's real bad when the first time I ever play a game, I have to play it on mute. <laughs> like I've played the game for for forty five seconds and that's enough. It no longer has any like, I I can't give it any more shots. I have to mute it. But there's still something that's even just slightly more insidious than Sonic Eraser, and it's <laughs> not at all being a Sonic game. And that is Sonic Labyrinth. Yet again, we're back in the Game Gear. Sonic Labyrinth is just, like, it doesn't need to be a Sonic game. There's nothing really Sonic about it. It's like this weird top-down isometric 3D with lots of air quotes where you run around getting flashing keys out of enemies that don't look like they're from a Sonic game and the, the boss fights are esoteric at best and completely unmanageable at worst. It's just, like, an escapade through a million... Like, also, checkerboard patterns of Doom. Yeah, every level is a different color, and what that means is all parts of a level are the same color, and therefore, everything looks the same within the level, so it's very easy to get lost. Yeah, it's, it's probably the ugliest Sonic game. It's in contention for me with Blast, but, like, Blast is still more interesting. It's just, it's terrible. Unforgivable, really. I do don't remember hating Labyrinth that much, which is why it's... Spoiler alert, not in my bottom five. It's just, like, the longer and longer I thought about it, the the more and more the, like, lack of it being a Sonic thing made it feel worse. So, that's that's why I left it there. Because th there's also, like, I don't know. There are tons of things I would like to play from here. Even, like, goofy things, like fucking, like, Sonic Boom or Sonic 06. There's, like, parts of those games that are redeeming. But nothing yeah. in Labyrinth was, like, redeeming. Nothing in any of these games is redeeming, except for, like, <laughs> Sonic Shuffle was kind of funny sometimes, but I don't think it was funny in intentional ways, so I'm not going to give it to that. You Give that to it? Give that to it. But Do yeah, it that's, uh, to it. <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. Mostly Game Gear games down there. Not a surprise. Well, can't win them all. So, Charlie, what are, uh, what are your least favorite Sonic games? So, number five, my least, least... Ha ha 
the, the fifth worst. Yeah. In my opinion, is um, Sonic Shuffle. I mean, we've kind of delivered. It's just, it had some neat ideas, but it is just not fun to play. Yeah. And it takes too damn long. Oh yeah. It's a thinking about it. It's a very like surreal experience, similar to yeah. Nights, but like Nights is short. <laughs> yeah, Nights is short. Nights is also a video game and not like some Frankenstein's bastard monster of I, board games and video games. I did enjoy playing it with you guys, but in in so much as I would enjoy playing any kind of wacky and surreal ex- like game with you guys. Like, and most of the enjoyment was at was at the game's expense. <laughs> mm. Number four, I have Sonic 4 Episode 1. It was just a very bog standard 2D game, and I just, like, I, I couldn't I couldn't take it. Yeah, it seems like it's filling a similar spot that uh, Sonic Blast was filling for me. Like, the game was just so appallingly mediocre that it, like, sank to the bottom. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're going to give it the title of Sonic 4, like, this yeah, that's, is that's a lot supposedly a main series game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have Knuckles in it? <laughs> it doesn't seems... have Tails either. Well, does it not? I thought I know you can't like play as Tails, but I thought like he was referenced in it. I I believe it's just Sonic and Eggman. Interesting. I've I've completely forgotten about that game. I will admit. <laughs> I don't think anyone can blame me. <laughs> no. Uh number three, I have Mario and Sonic at the Rio twenty sixteen Olympic Games. This is the most hilarious spot on your <laughs> list to me. It offends me so much. <laughs> like it's I bought a second Wii Motion Plus and it doesn't even have motion controls. <laughs> I don't think that's the game's fault that you went and bought that. <laughs> it's not, but like it's mostly I mean, I guess it's Sochi's fault. Yeah, but <laughs> technically. Charlie, thinking about it this way, now you can play table tennis in Wii Sports Resort with a friend. <laughs> I don't want to get Wii Sports Resort. The thing that blew me away the most about this was not that like a Mario and Sonic game made it to your bottom list, but like I was <laughs> I would expect it to be the first or second one when like the games weren't even good. <laughs> the the bit that gets me is that I saw this on your list and I immediately knew the reason it was on your list is because it doesn't have motion controls. Yeah, which is in- it is a really silly reason, but I'm sticking <laughs> to the bit. Like I feel like I at, respect it. I feel like at that point, I don't know. Like I guess all of the games on our bottom lists don't have motion controls. <laughs> so we're with you. Yeah. Well, uh, number two, I put Sonic Boom: Rise of Lyric, but. Sh- I'm not even sure why. I excited like I didn't act. I mean, I mildly enjoyed it, but also the game crashed before I could actually play the meat of it. Yeah, it would keep crashing just right before we got to anything interesting. I guess I'm doing it for the fad. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and number one, I have Sonic Eraser. Its music makes me want to cry, and its visual design makes me want to cry, and the gameplay makes me want to cry. It really is like every sense is unpleasant. Yeah. Like, I think the only redeeming quality is that it is a Sonic puzzle game. Because technically, Mean Bean Machine is Puyo Puyo, which is not Sonic. <laughs> so yeah. It's, like, kind of cheating. Sonic's not even in it. Well, yeah. But That's true. Egg- Eggman is in it, so we counted it. We count it. It's like uh, Knuckles Chaotix. Yeah. Oh, Knuckles right. Chaotix. Yeah, fuck Sonic Eraser. So my my bottom five also looks similar to, to theirs, too. 
in number five, we have Sonic 4 Episode 1. It, like, it just feels bad. And I think, I think the worst part about it is, like, and, I, and I've had some time to come to terms with this. The Sonic 4 soundtrack is almost good, but the sound font is so horrendous that it, it's really unpleasant to hear. Yeah. I, I like the Sonic 4 Episode 2 soundtrack quite a bit more. Yeah, I, I think I think they improved a lot, but I think there is a subtle difference in their sound font and the way they use sounds, which makes it overall better. For sure. But it, it just... It, episode 1 in particular, it, it just is very upsetting. And then slightly worse than that game is Tails Sky Patrol on Game Gear. <laughs> now... This this is sort of a this is a strange game to put on the list because it does not have Sonic the Hedgehog in it. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Moving on, we have <laughs> Sonic Two for the Game Gear. I do think the interesting thing about Tails Sky Patrol is that this is a game where, and I don't even know if the audience has heard this story yet or not, but Isaiah's recording got completely lost for that episode. <laughs> So, and this was, an, this was an earlier on episode, so we literally had to have Isaiah revoice his lines from, like, me listening to the echo of what Isaiah said in my own mic to try and, like, reconstruct his phrases. So if oh you listen God. to that episode and you can't tell that Isaiah wasn't actually there, then that means we did an incredible <laughs> job putting it together. I'm a professional voice actor. <laughs> But you can only voice act yourself. But I can only voice myself. That is true. <laughs> I have no vocal range. <laughs> so what's uh, what's your next one there, buddy? Uh, so that's Sonic 2 for the Game Gear. Um, I really think, honestly, the game would be in none of our bottom fives if they just gave you rings before a boss fight. Yeah, that sums it up. That would make sense. Because the reason the reason we got stuck at the boss fight is, to be clear, it was not an easy boss fight to begin with. Yeah, even with rings, I'm sure we would have died many times, but we would have yeah. been able to make it. I was so, like, like I was so, like, I wanted to experience more of the game. Uh, so I, like, and I was I was emulating the game. I used save states to cheat my way through the, final, through the boss, and it was still extremely difficult. And then I I got through in the next zone and I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is still a Game Gear Sonic game, <laughs> which is not a great thing to be. <laughs> so I did not do that for the following boss. <laughs> I just stopped playing the game. And that like if if you could play the game, it would probably be okay, but it would only be okay. And this one thing which is an extremely major thing, is enough to, to push it into everybody's bottom five. Except for Charlie, because he forgot about the game. <laughs> uh, no, Charlie uh, remembered the game, but he was still mad at the lack of motion controls in the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it supplanted it. Um, okay, so next one in the list was Sonic Labyrinth, which, again, a uh, labyrinthian puzzle game where everything looks the same. I don't even remember what it sounded like fully honest yeah no i can't recall any of the songs they don't sound sonic at all from what I remember. like in my in my brain i played the game on mute i know i didn't but like that's how i remember it yeah you like remember it in sepia tone with no sound and sonic eraser which is my number one the worst <laughs> sonic game i did play on mute as discussed earlier 
I gave it a chance and it hurt me and I decided I wouldn't let it hurt me anymore. So I played it on mute and every once in a while I would unmute it and immediately regret it. <laughs> so Sonic Eraser, I think is the only one that's on all of our bottom five lists. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's at Charlie and I's very bottom and it's on your near bottom. It's the, uh, truly the Sonic Adventure 2 of shitty Sonic games. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not due to nostalgia. Oh, no. There is not an ounce of nostalgia <laughs> weighing this game down. Oh, man. I wish I could Sonic erase it. Ooh, that's pretty good. The dum dum in, in the Sonic franchise's defense, this was, number one, the second Sonic game ever made, and number two, uh, not a Sonic game. I don't think it was intended to be played by people. I, I, I actually genuinely agree. I... I am so astounded this game was made. Everything I know about the game leads me to believe it doesn't exist. Well, yeah, because it wasn't just a thing you bought with a cartridge. It was it was a weird part of their like download thing where you could hook your Genesis up to dial up or something and download a game or some weird nonsense. Yeah, I don't it was. I don't remember how it works, but <laughs> it's like a like a really crappy game with Sonic just on it because that would add intrigue to it but it's not like it's not like um sometimes game companies will will make will pivot a game to be about a successful ip in order to make more money uh and those games will like spiritually have something to do with the ip they slapped on there's nothing like that here yeah crash team racing this is not you only have to replace one png and it's not a sonic game <laughs> so in closing fuck sonic eraser fuck <laughs> the game gear and fuck not having motion controls <laughs> yeah and also play sonic pocket adventure yeah yeah why not do it it's good give it a shot you'll like it you'll like it you'll, <laughs> you'll like it i'm gonna i'm gonna play sonic pocket adventure with motion controls okay that's enough all right All right, so who's ready to figure out what the worst Sonic game for the season is? Uh, I, I, I already guess know I what do. it is. Actually, Charlie definitely knows what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the, the uh, 11th <laughs> best game this season is Mario and Sonic at the 2016 Olympic Games. The one that does not have any motion controls. The very same. And our favorite song for this game was the boxing. boxing theme. Got a little samba in it. It does. It's got, it's, it's it's got, got something going on. It's like your it's like your Eddie Gordo. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's very good music. I don't think Rio 2016 is bad, at least not insofar as any Olympic game is bad. It feels like it's exactly where the Olympic game bar is, in my opinion. I I feel like it, it's on par with the first game. Yeah, I was going to say that bar's not high. No. no I not. don't enjoy the Olympic Games at all. This was the one that shattered the illusion that anything <laughs> yeah. good could come from the Mario and Sonic games. So Speaking that, of which... Let's talk about the 10th best Sonic <laughs> game this season. It's Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Olympic Games. 
And our favorite song was uh, so skillfully selected by Charlie himself, and that was Freestyle Skiing Moguls. In some places, it's known as Freestyle Skiing Moguls Alternate. We don't know what it means, but we're pretty sure we all found a song that we like. <laughs> we have the right song either way. What you're hearing is a song that we all liked and that Charlie <laughs> found for us because Isaiah and I largely ignored the soundtracks for the Olympic Games. You think... Okay, this is an honest question. So assuming they ever make any more Olympic Games, assuming they ever host the Olympics ever again. I would be uh, happy if they didn't. Do you think... We're going to get a good Olympic game? Oh, we did. <laughs> we got two. Yeah, the, I, I, I'm willing to agree with Charlie that there are two good Olympic games. Charlie, I want you to look at the rankings and look <laughs> at where all of the Olympic games are in our rankings. Hmm. <laughs> really makes you think. Pensive. <laughs> really makes you think. Wait. No, London and 2020 are both okay. They're both acceptable. Man. So the ninth best slash third worst game in our list, surprisingly, is not an Olympic game. Uh, it's Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. With uh, the title theme being the song that we decided on. It was a rough it's decision. A, it's a testament to how unfortunate this game is that... Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games is above it. Speaking of which, <laughs> our favorite song from that game is Rugby 7's <laughs> Version 2. It's a little bit better than Version 1. I honestly, like, I know we, we have some intention to make more episodes of this podcast whenever new Sonic games are made, theoretically if they ever make another one. <laughs> I mean, there are plans already. I think we're fine skipping the Olympic Games. I think, I, I think that's okay. IRL or for Sonic? For I mean, for the Sonic podcast, for Sonic. What? <laughs> what, just happened? what was the question that was just asked? I heard... He said skip the Olympics, and I was like, well, they're kind of doing... They're almost doing that with uh, the real Olympics. That's, oh. that's true. I thought you said Pharrell, as in Pharrell, like, Williams, the music producer. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I think he should <laughs> skip the Olympics. I thought he was talking about Will Ferrell, the actor. Okay. <laughs> Actor's generous. I really like this game. I'm sorry you don't, and I spent too much time with it. Wh when when are we getting Carell and Ferrell at the Olympic Games? <laughs> Carell? Like Steve Carell? Steve Carell and Will Ferrell, yeah, at the Olympic Games. What's a movie they've both been in? I don't want to make this tangent. Why did I make this tangent? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the interesting thing about 2020 is... Isaiah and I have it at our ninth and eighth spots, you know, roughly where the game is. Charlie has it at number five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he brought it up above Sonic Boom. I think it would have been below Sonic Boom aside from that. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> the game was acceptable in some capacities. Next up, we've got Sonic Forces at the uh, the number seven spot. And the song that we chose for it was Ghost Town. It's a fairly, like, authentic uh, uh, Genesis song, which is really pleasant. Yeah, it just kind of, like, 
goes hard but not too hard. It makes it, use of the bass and the high end. It only makes me more mad at Sonic 4 Episode 1. <laughs> yeah, because it could have been this. Yeah, it, it could have just done that, and it would have been good. It's not the like they didn't have the technology. The entire game could have been Ghost Town from Sonic Forces, and no one would have known <laughs> the difference. The uh, next game in our list, number six, is Sonic Lost World for the 3DS. And our favorite song for this game is Desert Ruins Last Zone. The interesting thing about this song's title is that it's actually the fourth zone in the console and PC versions of this game, but it's the third zone in 3DS, which is the game we put it at. Yeah. In the soundtrack that I have, it's listed as Act 3, but this game doesn't even have acts, it has zones. Yeah. So that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I have it as Zone 4 in the soundtrack that I found, so... <laughs> it's a real, real pickle. But it is the third act in the, like, 3DS version. I think this and also the Act 1, Zone 1 version of this theme, I, I can never decide between these two. I think they are collectively my favorite desert theme in any video game. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it, it's super good. It's a really, really good song. It makes very strong use of its bass. It's got fun brass instruments. It's got, like, a lot of swing to it. You can definitely dance it to the song. And it's, I also it's very ever, good. Have you ever heard the desert theme in uh, Kirby 64? Uh, not recently. Good. That's the one where it's like... Is that the one? No, that's the other one. You're almost there. So oh, you're talking about the one before you go into the spaceship. I'm really looking forward if, to the so. bit where we <laughs> sing Kirby music poorly while Desert Ruins Zone 4 plays in the background. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think the, the interesting thing about this spot is this is where we get out of the space of kind of thumbs down and firmly into the space of like the next few games are just all thumbs up for us. Yeah. Which, I mean, it happens about a third of the way up, which is pretty nice. Yeah, no, the average for this season is not bad. Uh, the next game that we have, though, is Team Sonic Racing, with our favorite theme being Boo's House. Uh, this is actually also a desert theme. Got to us again. <laughs> yeah, I think the interesting thing about this season, and our music picks specifically, is that... Is that our taste is drier than the music? <laughs> that, uh, okay, this, this is pretty good, but so... also no. Well, I was about to say that I think that there's, like, a stronger Charlie representation here in general, just because a lot of these games are ones that you, Charlie, like, were a little bit more invested in. Or in the case of the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, you just decided to take it upon yourself to look for the tracks that would be good. Yeah. So I know like, you weren't going to do it. I was try I was trying to save you guys pain. <laughs> and so we, like, we appreciate that greatly. <laughs> from Charlie, we got Rugby 7s. We almost went with version 1, but I saw that there were multiple versions, so I was like, let's check out the other ones. And then we also got Skiing Moguls, and there was just no effort on Isaiah and I to find a better song. <laughs> that is correct. And then here with uh, Team Sonic Racing, Charlie showed us Boo's House, and I like thought about one of their song but then charlie promptly told us that it was from trant uh transformed yeah so we just went with boo's house because it's a good that song was... and when i played team sonic racing i like i was listening to the song and i was like this is gonna be my favorite one and then i remembered that i had heard it before yeah because it's the the one we were looking at i think it was like ocean palace or something it's just um 
Toot Toot Sonic Warrior or whatever. Uh, you Can Do Anything, that's what the song's called. Yeah. And we like that song, but that is no excuse to make it our favorite song from that game four times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, 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 feels, it feels a little bad, too, because, like, it works really well within the soundtrack. Like, the, the soundtracks between... Uh, Excuse me. Uh, the soundtracks between Team Sonic Racing and All Stars Transformed—they're very compatible with each other. So if yeah. you hadn't played, if you hadn't played Transformed, you just wouldn't be able to tell at all that uh, that the songs were from that game. Yeah, they aren't at all out of place. Speaking of out of place, the number four <laughs> game is pretty good. In our list is Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. This is the first 3DS Sonic Boom game. And our favorite song from this game was Worm Tunnel. Worm Tunnel. And also, just the kind of my favorite part of the game. I, I like the rest of the game well enough. But I mean, the Worm Tunnels are very fun for sure. I definitely think like the whole game, the whole game is enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and I like, I, I think I, I probably picked apart some of the issues that I had within the episode. I imagine that's something that would happen in the process of making an episode about it. Yeah, that tends to be the review effort on yeah. our part. <laughs> but yeah. The thing that's interesting about this game and Worm Tunnel specifically is that it's like the only really, really good special stage from this season. From this season? Yeah. The Sonic oh, Media special stage is alright, but it's no Worm Tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the Sonic... Lost World special stages are oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll actually I'll go to bat for Sonic Mania special stage. I think it's in my top five special stages. Yeah, but is it better than Worm yeah. Tunnel? Yeah. Um, I think it beats out it, Worm Tunnel. I don't even know if like I would consider Worm Tunnel like a I special mean, stage. You run down a hole, you grab some rings, you get a rock. You know what are we? What are he we talking makes about? a surprisingly compelling argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, number three for this season, <laughs> um, Sonic Lost World for the Wii U slash PC, and for our favorite song, we've got Honeycomb Highway. Fuck yeah. I don't think that anyone would argue on, like, against this song. I think it's really, really good. I am, however, very glad that we had two versions of Sonic Lost World. Oh, my because, God. Because uh, the Desert Ruins last zone theme is definitely my favorite. But, like, if we only could pick one song, it still probably would have been Honeycomb Highway, just because Isaiah, it's... Charlie, and I all agree that it goes hard. Lost World has such an incredible soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just wish I enjoyed the game a bit more. Yeah, it, it feels like, because it's the game that everyone slept on, I feel like people are sleeping on the on the soundtrack to it, too. I could I have to go imagine. to sleep to the Desert Ruins last zone theme. There are some songs in Lost World you could fall asleep to, but that's one of the reasons I like those songs. <laughs> for, for those songs specifically. I mean, I also like go to sleep listening to very loud and angry music, so... Yeah. I, I go to sleep listening to nothing because I need to rest my ears so that I can spend the rest of my day tomorrow listening to music loudly. I need to rest my ears. Hey, man, don't don't knock that. Especially because I write music. I, I will have to take breaks in order to rest my ears to keep from getting hear, hearing damage or like tinnitus or something. Well, do you, you know, know what we're going to take a break from right now? 
Yeah. Uh, Sonic games that aren't titled Sonic Boom because the next game on our list <laughs> is Sonic Boom Fire and Ice in the number two spot. That's the second one for the 3DS. And our favorite song from that game is uh, Cutthroat Swamp Ass. Uh, hold on. Can you say the <laughs> title of that again? Cutthroat Swamp Ass. Can you... I feel like I feel like you you might have misspoke. Can you take give, give it one more take? Cut throat swamp ass. Okay. <laughs> um, are we are we looking at the same the same spreadsheet? Does it have the same? Okay, I was looking at a different place. Uh, in the place where I was looking, there's a um, there's a word missing. <laughs> there's one key word, one key uh, X factor, one swamp. missing element. <laughs> so. Cutthroat ass. <laughs> Cutthroat ass. My favorite song. <laughs> oh, I meant to say something about Sonic Lost World, but I was too excited to say Swamp Ass. Um, <laughs> the interesting part of this entry is that it's our third place. It is Isaiah's favorite game of the season. My second favorite, Charlie's seventh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlie really didn't like it, and I really liked it. I just don't really like it that much. Look, <laughs> I only play a Sonic. I. Listen, it's... Wait, it's, did I rank it above Sonic Forces? Yes. <laughs> oh, well. I was going to say, it's the current all. year. You can only play a Sonic in every game. Except for the Sonic Booms, obviously. So, uh... <laughs> does anyone else want to announce what the best game this season was? Uh, well, it's the only game left, and uh, if you are a big-time Sonic fan, uh, you're probably already thinking, Hey, why hasn't this game been mentioned yet? Is it because they hate it? Well, no, because only our only our number one slot slot is is uh, remaining. Yeah. So today we're giving the gold medal to Sonic Eraser. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> Sonic Eraser. Um, Pain. They they really like they they had to work for it given how bad the game is, but they really earned it. Uh, no, it's Sonic Mania. With our favorite theme being Press Garden Act One. And there's a name for this song that I forgot. <laughs> yeah, something I like about Sonic Mania is all of the songs for original zones and all of the uh, otherwise original songs, like in menu, menu music, they all have names. Um, all of the, like, you know, Chemical Plant Act 1 is just called Chemical Plant Act 1, but Press Garden is, is called something, and then Press it Garden It's called Tabloid Jargon. Tabloid Jargon. It's good stuff. So this was the only song that I was like ready to murder somebody over this season. <laughs> I think I think Mania has a really strong soundtrack. I think we went in all having sort of different ideas for what our favorite songs in the soundtrack were. And and I actually like that cuz it is doing a lot of things that people who like different types of music will will enjoy differently. Um but it's also a very cohesive soundtrack like there's no song that doesn't belong in a sonic game much less sonic mania yeah i would agree with that i think every song has the energy it needs to feel like it's fun to run around while listening to them yeah i do think specifically that tabloid jargon something it does really well is it has this i, I don't know what i would necessarily call the instrument i think it's meant to take the place of like a keyboard or a piano in a song but mm -hmm. it's the thing that plays the primary melody 
But then behind that, along with the percussion, you have these like really neat industrial sounds that sound like a conveyor belt moving and like a press slamming and things like that. Yeah. And and they're they're a very consistent rhythm, which works with the the like mechanical factory component. Oh yeah, I, I think that, and then the rest of the song kind of goes other places, and then occasionally everything fades out, and you just like, and I like that yeah. like a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm also a huge fan. Sort of a diegetic, not not diegetic. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Diegetic. <laughs> That's <No>. a word. <laughs> you're gonna have listeners. You're gonna have listeners Google diegetic and be like, "That's not correct." Which is also why I did not say any other words afterwards. I I do like how it's it kind of fits the sort of industrial feel at the level. Like not a not a hard industrial. I mean, it's a press. It's a press, not a yeah oil ocean. It it's like. This is a, like, we are producing something, but that something is not, like, heavy and pollutant. It's not, like, heavy mechanical. Like, the factory itself is mechanical. But we're printing... We're, we're, Fake we're printing news. words. Like, it's paper. I think the question we have to ask ourselves is whether or not that news is fake. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, canonically... Robotnik is the one producing it, so yeah. we have reasons to be suspicious of it. Yeah, I'm doubtful of the veracity of that press. <laughs> this is dumb. I said a dumb thing. All right. <laughs> I like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Speaking of, we've actually now got some like hard data on how many Sonics we each like. <laughs> Isaiah, since you kind of That's... gathered that data, would you like to discuss? Yeah, so, so we had... Um... We had 70 games? Yes, I thought we had played 69 games, but we have played 70. It was 70 games. And note that this list does not include Sonic Freeriders, which someday we will play and discuss. It's just become incredibly inconvenient to try and play that game. So, so uh, of our 70 games, Charlie and I gave thumbs up to 42 of them. And thumbs down to 28 of them. That math should check out. And Steven gave thumbs up to 45 and thumbs down to 25. So he gave th- he gave three more thumbs up than Charlie or I. Which proves that he's the definitive true Sonic fan. My theory is that I like weird Sonic slightly more than you guys. <laughs> and there's just a little bit more weird than there is Sonic. That's I think that's true. Mega think. Especially like... I mean, you go into, like, uh, season one, season two, where it was just licensing for days, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a pinball game. We had an additional pinball game. <laughs> we had three total pinball games. We've got, like, your takes on Sonic Riders. We've got Charlie's take on <laughs> S- Sonic uh, CD. Yeah. Which was almost my take on Sonic CD, but you convinced me. Yeah, we've got uh, Sonic 4 Episode 2 where I was like, Tails saves this. <laughs> truly, truly <laughs> on his own, single-handedly saves this. It's it's really funny, too, because you're the, like, outside of this podcast and probably in this podcast, too, uh, you're more critical of Sonic as a franchise than either of us. Oh, yeah, especially the games that, like, I think we would have nostalgia for otherwise. Yeah, and especially before we did this podcast, too. You were You were very much like... I like Sonic games, but Sonic kind of sucks. Yeah. 
And I think that that still, like, despite the way these numbers look, holds true. <laughs> it's we are looking at. I mean, we are looking at. Uh, I need to to do some quick maths, but over half of Sonic games we like. That's oh, a, yeah. That's pretty good. But I think like a lot of these end up being the middle ground, like because our show has a sort of pass fail situation. Yeah. These numbers look a lot nicer because. I can be critical of a game and still, like, enjoy playing it. Like, for example, <laughs> um, what is it called? Uh, Sonic Forces. Like, Sonic Forces is not an incredible Sonic game by any means, and I can yeah. easily say why someone would find it disappointing, but it scratches, like, the itches that I need, so it just gets the thumbs up. Yeah. And, and there's definitely, like, look, the best Sonic game ever made, right, which we know definitively because we did the math on it, it's Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> we that only game, use facts and figures on this show. We look. We looked at hard data, and it says the Sonic Adventure Two is the best Sonic game of all time. That game is not free from from flaw, you know. Far from it. <laughs> I would hazard to say as far from it as possible while still being the best Sonic game. <laughs> like if there were even one more straw in this Campbell's back, that whole thing is coming down. <laughs> It's the most flawed game I have ever fallen deeply and tragically in love with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but it is like, and and what I appreciate um about like our conversations over the course of this podcast is like the way we will pick apart a game and and say good things and bad things about it. And then either acknowledge the bad things and like the game anyway, or like dislike a game, but still appreciate certain components of it. Yeah, like with Sonic 06, we really tried to pull out everything the game had to offer without just being like, <laughs> the loading screens are long. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. There are, there are, there's some commentary on certain games which are, which have been said frequently enough that we wanted to sort of skim past it and get to the meat, you know? Um, but Steven does like Sonic more than Charlie or I. So. Ma yeah, mathematically. Facts mathematically, are, yeah. <laughs> facts are numbers and numbers are facts. <laughs> There's, I'm, I'm told there are multiple ways to interpret data, but we're, we're looking at six total numbers, so it's pretty clear cut. <laughs> so, Charlie, what do you think was your favorite episode of this whole series? I don't even... That's, uh, when have I gone the most crazy? <laughs> the, uh, Sonic Triple Trouble episode got real wacky near the end there. I don't remember. That's the one that opens with hello and ends with saying fang the neck weasel. <laughs> That's pretty oh, good. Oh, man. Were we, were we okay when we recorded that? <laughs> I don't think any of us were. There's a line in that episode that's Charlie shouting, like, <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it goes, but it's like, I know Charlie had a hissy fit before the recording, but that's not an excuse to just say hello or something like that. <laughs> I... Honestly, this is this is stupid, but my favorite episode is the Tail Sky Patrol and Tails Adventure episode. <laughs> Where you weren't because, there? Yeah, because because I enjoy so I enjoyed recording that episode because I liked talking about what I didn't like about Sky Patrol, and then what I absolutely adored about Tales Adventure. Yeah. But then the the experience, the shame and redemption of losing the first half of 
my recording and having to completely redo it and then doing it so well that you can't even notice. <laughs> it's a, while unpleasant at the time, it has in retrospect become a very positive experience. I, Actually, I, oh, I yeah. don't know if this is cheating. <laughs> what, okay, go But ahead. it might be Gex 3 because I got to put in all the lines. God damn it. <laughs> that was the Gex sequence of episodes is like the most I'm so glad that we edit things. <laughs> Charlie Charlie said a little tongue out like a lot of tail later. I just there there are parts where I just like, you know what, I'm gonna go the extra mile to add this weird bit because I think it's funny. Where I like at like like we, Isaiah was like explaining fabulous, so I inserted like a clip from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's definitely a couple Donkey Kongs and a Mario in there. Yeah. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> I remember. I I remember doing that in episode two. There's one where I just like add in a bunch of like, Gex like quotes in a row, just like seven of them. Oh my god. Yeah, the Gex episodes are very funny <laughs> to us. Hopefully to everyone <laughs> to else. Us. Jury's still out on what the audience thinks. I will say, I think that, like, Boktai 2 and <laughs> Sonic Pocket Adventure are, like, on similar levels of, I had no idea this game existed yesterday, and now it might be <laughs> one of my favorite games ever. I I am so with you. Especially, like, like I definitely feel that way about Pocket Adventure. I've been vocal about that in this episode. But Boktai 2 is, like, one of the, like, most insane, like, never heard of to must play ratio I've ever seen. It's mm -hmm. the best Zelda game on Game Boy Advance. It's <laughs> It's probably the best Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of those. Sonic Battle is pretty fucking sick. Kirby Amazing Mirror is no slouch. But Boktai 2 like We got we got two Metroids on there and Boktai 2 is better than both of them. Wow. I can't think of a Game Boy Advance game that I like. Damn. I mean, I like Donkey. I like Donkey Kong Country Three because it's got a better soundtrack than the Super Nintendo version. But what about Pokemon? I don't really care for Pokemon on the Game Boy Advance. It's not the ones I grew up with. Do you not like when you're like walking down the road and the sun is bright in your eye and it's like? <laughs> I I love the Game Boy Pokemon soundtracks. You're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. I love them. They're not... <laughs> like, I wish I had my Game Boy Advance game so i just go through them to, like, say, oh, I like this one, but, like, I don't... Like, even the, so the Sonic Advance games aren't very good. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> Like, Crash Bandicoot Entrance, that's a fine game, but I don't... It's nothing to write home about. The Yu-Gi-Oh! games on Game Boy Advance are kind of sick. That I heard the... I heard Legacy of Goku 2 and Boo's Fury were good, but I only played the first one, and that one sucks ass. <laughs> Sonic Battle is tight. <laughs> Sonic Battle, it, it that's that's probably the only decent contender for Boktai 2. You should play the Metroid games. Unre I played Super Metroid a little bit, but I was got stuck, and I was like, well, I don't really care to finish more. All right, well, you, you probably shouldn't play any of the others then. I do think that our Sonic Battle Am episodes... I being Gabe-kept? <laughs> no, I'm just... If, if you were like, I don't care enough to finish... I enjoy... I mean... That's yeah, you're generally right. going to be your attitude in the game, so, like, 
I don't I'm I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> I think that Sonic Battle parts 1 and 2 are both some of my favorite recordings that we've ever had. Oh, I go man. back to those episodes every once I in a while. Completely forgot we did two episodes specifically because we enjoyed it that much. Yeah, and I kind of like in the in the later part of the first episode I was like, "Oh, I bet we can swing this to make it two episodes." I love Sonic <laughs> Battle. <laughs> Well, and it's great, too, because, like, a two-parter for a Game Boy Advance game, and then and then in the same season, we didn't do a two-parter for Heroes because I didn't like that game, and <laughs> I didn't th- want to keep playing it. <laughs> Poor Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this is Alas. labeled as our 76th act. So, you know, we had some episodes where we did two games, and we had some games where we did two episodes. But we've been at this for quite a while, and I am proud to, like, be putting an end to, like, you know, this part of the show. Hey, uh, we'll come back to Sonic eventually. I, I got a question for you guys before we before we fully end everything. Before we put a bullet in Sonic once and for all until we drag oh, him out for another. I was going to say before we close the door on Sonic, yours is a little bit more intense. Before we put Sonic in a ditch. So, thumbs up, thumbs down, Sonic the Hedgehog. Thumbs oh, up. Yeah, it's, I guess it's a thumbs up. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't be making 80 episodes of a podcast about Sonic if it was going to be thumbs down. Yeah, no, I would. But also, I I'm looking at the data. According to the data, we have hard evidence that it's a thumbs up. Yeah, there's irrefutable data. <laughs> Unquestionable we have facts. Sixty percent thumbs up, forty percent thumbs down. That's a net thumbs up. We did it. Put your lab coats on. Put your cringe furry Sonic hats on, and put your thumbs up. <laughs> put your thumbs all the way up. We've had our ups and downs, but it's been fun. And now we're going to go roll some dice. And statistically speaking, it's been mostly ups. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I so if it hasn't become clear to the audience, I kind of fucking hate Mario Party. <laughs> but I'm really excited for you to say that and then give thumbs up to most of the games. Yeah, I was going to say, I think beforehand, what I would have told the audience is that I kind of fucking hate Sonic the Hedgehog, which is still the case. I kind of fucking hate Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, I am excited to like be moving on because I've had my fill of Sonic, but that's not to yeah. say that there are not you know gems all over the place. Also, it's really easy to have your fill of Sonic when you've played literally all of them. Yeah, bar Sonic Freeriders. Barring, yes. Yeah, so, oh, oh. The one that got away. Yeah, we have to, whenever you tell someone I've played literally every Sonic game, then you have to add the addendum. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to say real quick, uh, so we're looking at 60%. I'm going to decrease that percentage a little bit. I think it's safe to say we're all going to thumbs down that game. <laughs> oh, I, the story might be good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, maybe. Going into Mario Party, what I am interested in doing is exploring the single-player side of those games. Because the way I frequently am forced to experience them is by, like, social coercion. Yeah. For some reason, my, f- my friends <laughs> like to get together and, while I'm there, ask me to play Mario Party. Even though <laughs> all of them have groups of four that they could easily be playing these games in. Yeah. But it's usually We have to I'm... fill your monthly quota. So, yeah, I have uh, instated a rule that I only play a game of Mario Party once per month. That's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't stack. Yeah, no, it's no. It's, they you don't. Can't do they like don't carry night. over. If you yeah. go a month without playing it, you don't get two the next month. It's just no. the one. No, and it also like it's 
it's a every 30 days. Like, when you play a game, the timer resets to 30 days. Yeah. It's not like, oh, it was, you know, like April 4th or April 30th. I don't know. I said 4th for the end of the month. <laughs> Jesus. You know, the end of the month. The 4th. Yeah, the 4th. May the 4th be April. Um... <laughs> anyway, the, the bit here is that I don't like Mario Party, but I think that, like, a large part of that is it's people trying to, like, force me to play the, like, competitive version of it, and it's just not a game that I enjoy competing in. Yeah. So, but I think that I might enjoy it more as a single-player experience, so that's what I'm going to be curious to look at. I think that we'll try and play the games as multiplayer games when we can. Yeah. But... Like with Sonic, I think the goal here is going to be to try and explore like what the single player modes have to offer. I think we'll have to do a two porter on the one that has like a Bowser mode. What, what do you mean a Bowser mode? There's so there are there are two modes of the game: one where it's four players, and then one where it's five players, and the fifth player is Bowser, and it's the four of them versus Bowser. I don't see why we need a separate episode for that, considering. Well, I guess maybe the main gameplay mode of that will be different enough that it will warrant interesting discussion. But I have a feeling that like a lot of these episodes will be. So this is a Mario Party game, and that already tells you forty. You know what? Of that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> like after episode one, the episodes are going to get a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, this will be a shorter season than we've had before. Mm -hmm. because barring this last fourth season of the Sonic series, I think this will just be the shortest season, because I think there was only 13 games we're playing. Yeah. Uh, the new uh... one might come out in the meantime, because there is one in development, but if we take a look at my... I've been making just tons and tons of spreadsheets for potential games that we could play, because I <laughs> like making spreadsheets. So I've got one for Mario Party that I made in advance. Let me just... Uh bring this up here. Mario Party Advance. That, that is a video game. So for the Mario Party schedule, yeah, we've got... Oh, it's more than I thought. Okay. Uh, it's 16 games. Yeah, that sounds okay. Right. I thought it was like 13. They eventually stopped caring about numbers. We've got about Island Tour and uh, Star Rush. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah, we've got 16 games plus a potential 17th if that comes out. So, you know what, that's, that's, that's bigger than I thought. We've got a lot to talk about here. But uh, if you would like, you can uh, send an email to the podcast. At nospin... Wait. Nospin-zone at gmail.com. <laughs> I was trying desperately not to say at nospin-zone. My brain was like... <laughs> by, by emailing nospin-zone at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also tweet at us <laughs> using the Twitter at. handle at nospin-zone. And... Uh, Please feel free to tell us, like, if you enjoyed this series of the show and if you'd be interested in, you know, different things in the future. Like, what you liked about it, what you think we can work on. Tell, tell us what you think. Tell me your favorite Sonic game and tell me why it's uh, Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> but tell us why it's mathematically Sonic The Adventure empirically 2. best Sonic game. <laughs> Where can you be found, Isaiah? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Isaiah Games. That's I-S-I-A-H Games. And if you tweet me telling me reasons why Sonic Adventure 2 is bad, that's a block. I don't deal with uh, falsities. <laughs> with fake news? <laughs> no, you can only... T I, I'm a data-driven man, so don't tell me about flaws. Only tell me the strengths of the game. 
you can t tell me that at Charlie is horse on Twitter, and I will just quietly accept your opinion <laughs> and cry. Charlie's he nice. He won't respond, me. but he'll read it. <laughs> I respectfully disagree. And the next time we talk to you, we'll be playing for our mini series between Mario Party and Sync. We'll be playing Infamous. Oh no, a game with people in it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no more furries. Ever. <laughs> Ever. So, without further ado, Bok Bye. <laughs> God, this is how we're ending the final Sonic episode with Bok Bye? Spin you later. Or, Play uh, Sonic Pocket Adventure. Good nights. Pocket Adventure you later. Look at my way to the top. <laughs> Play Sonic Pocket Adventure. Do it. If you have one takeaway from the show. If you have two takeaways, one is follow me on Twitter. The second is play Sonic Pocket Adventure. I'm hitting the stop button. Me Cry too. chop.